Welcome to the For Men Only podcast, where we want to encourage, instruct, and challenge you to be the best man you can become. Good day, guys. Welcome to the latest For Men Only podcast. My name's Pastor Brent, and I'm so glad to be with you here today. And um, our goal at FMO is to help every man become the best man that they can be. So we want to challenge, we want to instruct, and we want to encourage all men in this manner. Today, I want to talk about something that I've seen in people. Been in, it's in, my, it's in me at times, and it's a very destructive, yet almost hidden force of the heart and mind. But it's devastating in relationships. It can cause strife and division. It can produce jealousy, envy, fear, loneliness, arrogance. Um, it causes people to be nervous around authority figures. We can struggle to be at peace when we're having a we're talking with people. Um, sometimes people are only comfortable in small, small groups, one or two people, but you get them into a crowd and suddenly they can't talk or relate anymore. It can cause uncertainty when making decisions and, and the struggle to be at peace after you've made one. Sometimes people who struggle with this are afraid to make mistakes or look foolish. They can go overboard with things, too much, too little. It causes a person to have a real need for approval, sometimes needing constant attention or validation. And in the end, this can even paralyze a person to where they feel overwhelmed and they just shut down. And so people often put up defensive walls or put on the mask of arrogance or to act in an uncaring manner. Do you know what I'm talking about yet? Have you guessed it? Well, if you haven't, I'm talking about insecurity. Now, I found this to be one of the biggest troublemakers in every relationship in life. Insecurity is fear-based, and thus it's paralyzing in its effect. It stops millions of people from being bold to be whoever and whatever God has created them to be. It can stop people from confronting their fears. It creates constant nervousness and anxiety and worry. One of the things that I've seen in ministry is that it makes us susceptible to flattery, doing things by which we feel approved. And we can end up make, making poor decisions because of that, doing things that aren't right. It attacks our self-esteem, our very self-worth. And so before you put this off as inconsequential, listen to these definitions of insecurity. It says, a person not confident, uncertain, and anxious. A thing that is not set or safe. It's not firmly fixed. It's liable to give away or break. Here's one that I think uh, really matches people. Ability to be broken into. And I think this definition is the one we're looking at today. It best describes the insecurities of man. This is why we've got to know, guys, who we are in Christ. We have to know this because our identity is it must be in that. Insecurity issues have their root in identity struggles. You know, struggling with who we really think or believe that we are. Or thinking, you know, what do others think we are? I think that's the biggest problem. And so the roots of insecurity come from an impro improper view of oneself. Insecurity arises out of a fear of what other people think about us. 
Insecurity can manifest itself when our self-worth is being questioned. You know, we're challenged or we're corrected or maybe we, we've asked to do something that's out of our comfort zone. When this happens, insecurities manifest. And there's a huge difference between the kind of insecurity I'm talking about and just the idea of, you know, confronting something new or something we're not familiar about. I think we're all, we could all be insecure about that. But when this kind of insecurity attacks our self-worth, which causes a lot of manifestations. And so insecurity can be covered by a false sense of humility. People hide behind it. And, you know, but... Uh, we can't really function in life. We cannot deal with insecurity until we actually walk in true humility. And my definition of humility is thinking and seeing yourself the way God thinks or sees you. Romans 12, 3 says, this is out of the God's Word translation, because of the kindness that God has shown me, I ask you not to think of yourselves more highly than you should. The danger of insecurity is doing that actually thinking of ourselves more highly than we ought to. One of the greatest outflows of a heart of insecurity is a spirit of arrogance. And arrogance is having or revealing an exaggerated sense of one's own abilities and importance. It's really the uh, a defensive mechanism for insecurity. I, I remember years ago when I was a young man, and I think I had a lot of this, and I, I came across as arrogant. And I may still do that to some folks, but I don't mean to. But I think the arrogance was to cover up my own security, my own rejections, my own self-struggles or whatever. I didn't know what it was, and I didn't know how to handle it or even, even figure out what it was until I became a believer. And the Lord began to deal with me with such things. And so Paul says you don't have to be arrogant. You can see yourself the way God sees you. You don't have to be anybody else. You don't have to compare to others and you don't need to think higher than you need to. You can be you, and it's okay. See, arrogance is a mask that hides our insecurity. When this happens, this person has defaulted to the defensive mode of arrogance to try to portray to others what he wants them to see. I think we do this instinctively. I think we do it without even thinking it. Listen to Romans chapter 12, verse 3. It says, um, Instead, this is the God's Word translation. Instead, your thoughts should lead you to use good judgment based on what God has given to each of you as believers. Good judgment, um, which is this. What has God given you? He's given us His approval. He's made us secure in Christ. He has accepted us. And so we can use that to make good judgment, good decisions, good thinking about ourselves and how we relate to other people. God has accepted us. You know, how in the world can we be two people, the person they need us to be, if we can't even be the people we are supposed to be? And if we are insecure about ourselves, how is God going to get us to be what he needs us to be? If we're struggling always with who we are, how can we really walk in who we're supposed to be? There are manifestations of insecurity, jealousy, is one of them. Selfish ambition is another. And self-centeredness can come. You see, jealousy is a manifestation of insecurity. Envy is a manifestation of insecurity. Have you ever noticed some folks 
who need to be the center of attention. They always need to get right in the center. They get envious, they get jealous when they're not. Some people have a hard time being ignored or rejected. Some people turn every conversation or topic to be about them. It may have started out something totally unrelated, but it ends up being about them. The I word is usually very common in an insecure person. Insecure people tend to want to be like someone else. They're always comparing themselves to others. Because in a sense, they dislike themselves. For some reason, when we're insecure, we really don't like ourselves. So we can be jealous of other people's popularity, their position, the power that they hold, or the security that they have. I've often found people who are insecure to suddenly become very nervous around me when I come. Maybe it's because they're insecure of authority figures or whatever, but when a person is really secure, in some fashion or form, it attacks the insecurities of those around them. And I have had that happen to me years ago, and so I've learned how to deal with that. I've learned how to become secure. God has changed my heart. He's changed how I view myself, how I think of myself. Oh, I still got work to do. I know that. But I'm a lot better than I was 30-some years ago. And I want to encourage you that you can become a better person in that manner as well. Um, there are lots of traits that are opposite of insecurity. And, and these are listed in James chapter 3, verse 17. It says, The wisdom that is from above is first pure, then peaceable, it's gentle, it's willing to yield, it's full of mercy and good fruits, without partiality and without hypocrisy. To me, these are the traits of a secure person. You know, being secure is having wisdom, that it's, it's pure. It's not tainted by, by insecurity. Our words, our thoughts, our actions, our attitudes are not tainted by insecurity. They're peaceable, they're gentle, they're willing to yield. I think this is one of the things that people who are insecure struggle to walk in, is their willingness to bend. And the reason why is because an insecure person wants to be seen as, as right, as perfect. It becomes a very rigid trait. You think it wouldn't be, but it is. It's wishy-washy in some fashion, but very rigid in another. And I think of all the things associated with insecurity, this is one of the main ones. Because it helps or causes people, it inspires people in an insidious way to become arrogant. And people who are arrogant are difficult to work with. They try real hard to be right. They have a tough time giving in because they, the root of insecurity lies at the idea of a lack of self-worth. So a lack of self-worth actually feeds into a, a lack of, of righteousness. So the, the contrast to that is self-righteousness. So that means we end up fighting for our own rights, fighting to be seen right. And so therefore, we don't like making mistakes. We don't like failing. We don't like looking like a fool. And people who are insecure struggle, you know, to, to take an insult or struggle to look bad or struggle to be viewed as something other than, than right and perfect in other people's eyes. Why? Because it goes to our sense of self-worth. Everybody wants to feel valued. Everybody wants to be worthy. And so it's a powerful motive for what we think, say, and do. Guys, can you see how this could hinder our relationships with our wives, with our friends, bosses, co-workers, 
so on and so forth. It really is a hidden source of trouble that is very difficult to confront. Oftentimes they arise when we're corrected or confronted. Sometimes, you know, it's difficult when our bosses correct us or challenge us and this insecurity rises up and then we can end up being difficult to be, to be as a person or as a coworker. And defensive maneuvers begin to come as a result. Somewhere along the line, we form these defensive measures to compensate our insecurities. This is where um, jealousy or envy or anger, sometimes we become defensive, sometimes we become manipulative or, or we control things. You know, it seems like this fight for self-worth is something we fight for, at least in an insecure person's way of thinking. In God's mode of operation, we don't have to fight to be secure. He has already made us secure. And so we don't have to end up allowing these things to, to, to wreck our lives. You know, some people end up um, being paralyzed. They end up being so afraid of failure. This trait of insecurities, we're, we're afraid to fail. So in other words, we're insecure about, you know, what we're doing and the decisions we make or the project that we're doing or whatever we're doing. It's just difficult. And so some people go to the opposite end of the spectrum to escape these insecurities by, you know, I'm just going to become hardened to everything. No one can tell me what to do. Or maybe we we just become, you know, we start to put on this act or this mask like, I don't really care what anyone says. I'm just going to do what I want. I don't care. The truth is, it's just the mask that covers up our insecurity. And so we try to act more secure and we become extreme in doing so. So guys, I want to encourage you today. I want to challenge you today and instruct you today that insecurity is something that we need to deal with. It's something we need to recognize and it's something that we need to change. Second Timothy, I'll close here. Second Timothy, Second Timothy 2.1 says, Therefore, my son, be strong in the grace that is in Christ. How many of you know that we are empowered by Jesus to be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might? You know, we are loved by God. We are accepted by the highest authority that there is. We don't have to feel the need for others' approval. We don't need to get nervous around authority figures. We already have validation from our Heavenly Father. He is the highest authority. He has accepted us. He has, he, you know, we can't perform enough. We, we can't do enough to earn the Father's love or to be secure. He has already caused us to be secure. We need to realize that God thinks highly of you, no matter what you've done. He thinks well of you because the blood of Jesus is what causes us to be valued. What is your worth? What are you worth? You know what? You are worth everything Jesus paid for you. He paid a, a huge cost for us so that we could be secure and accepted in Christ. You no longer need to be insecure. We don't need to try to be arrogant anymore. We don't need to fight for our self-worth or importance in anyone else's eyes. No need for constant approval. No more fear of making mistakes. No more facades. No more masks. No more acting. We can be free to make good decisions and not be anxious about them. We don't need to concern ourselves with what others think about us. We, we are enabled. We are empowered by the grace of God. So guys, don't be influenced anymore by insecurity. Christ has made you secure. 1 Corinthians 15, 58 says this, So now, beloved ones, guys, stand firm and secure. Live your lives with unshakable 
confidence. Men, you can be secure in God. Let's overcome this insecurity today by walking close to God and realizing who you are in Christ. And I want to encourage you to get in the Word of God. Find out who you are in Christ. Find out what He's done for you. And let yourself become a secure person. I'm going to end there, guys. Don't forget to share this podcast and tell others about it. Go on our website, fafc.ca. Sign up to our newsletter, and you'll be able to see things there. Find a medium to listen to our podcast. There are lots of them. Your Apple phone has one. There's many others. Look up for men only. And there are many, many podcasts that you can listen to, to be instructed, to be encouraged, and to be helped. So guys, God bless you today. I'm just going to pray for you. Father, I pray for every person that hears this podcast, that you will cause them to be secure in who they are and in their identity with Christ. Lord, raise them up to be strong in God. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. God bless you guys. See you next time. Thank you for listening. We hope you enjoyed today's podcast. Share it with a friend or a family member and get the word out there. If you would like some more content, please join our Facebook page, For Men Only, or subscribe to the newsletter, which is on the Faith Alive Family Church's website, fafc.ca, and click the link. Now let's become the men God has called us to be.